This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 63 of the Holland Assets Podcast. I am Craig, your host, and over there, he is... Chris. Chris, also, what do we call you? Are you a host... Or you're like the color commentary. I'm like the second chair, like, you know, the, the backup A, B team host guy. Right. Okay. All right. That's the, fine. I accept. Uh, this is episode number 63. Like I said, today we're going to be talking about not succumbing to temptation. So welcome back to Chris's Sunday school class uh, here on Holland Assets. Uh, I'm sure it's going to get very uh, hopefully interesting. Hopefully we're not going to get too churchy in this one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, Chris, before we get started on the topic at hand for today, what do you want to talk about from this week? What's going on? Well, you know, this is a a fun, interesting week. It's the today's. It's a week ago today, as we're recording this, that the election happened, and uh, you, get, you get a sick definition of fun. Then, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's been an interesting week. We'll there put you it. Go. We'll put it that way for sure. Still, you know, I the, most places have called the uh, called the election for Biden, but you know, I I don't think. Uh, it ain't over till the fat lady sings, I guess, as they would say. And, right. And, uh, it's not official, official yet at this point, but uh, it seems to be leaning that way. And anyway, you know, I that you've kind of seen what our country has gone through over the last several months, leading up to the election and the election. And you just, you know, in politics, you see it, it's so polarized right now. You've you've got you know people on the far right and people on the far left, and you know, however this ends up turning out you're going to have one group that you know that, that you hear so many comments about you know it, like a doomsday type thing it's right the end right. of the world yeah, this the, the country's going to go to hell in a handbasket and you know I've, I've got i guess i've got a little bit more faith in the country that even if the side that i like the most doesn't win i think we're all going to be okay it's you it's know, it, it'll work out it is it's going to work out you know everything may not be perfect and ideal for you and you know may life may have some things happening that aren't exactly what you would like but all in all in the end we we still live in what i think is the greatest country in the world and life's going to still be good you know we're, we're still you know People will make things work. We'll figure things out. We'll solve problems. We'll do what Americans do. We'll be inventive and entrepreneurial, and you know, our quality of life will continue to get better. and And we'll work hard and, and get through this. No matter what Joker's sitting in the seat. No matter what Joker's sitting in the seat. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so how does that tie into what we're talking about today because I, I kind of feel like you're you're leading into something here chris yeah a little bit so you, you think about it i mean we can't control what happens in the white house right but we can con- you know we, we can focus on the things that we can control and that's really kind of one of the things that we're going to be talking about in today's episode is really focusing on what you can control you know don't let the things that are happening around you distract you from the things you can control. Because if you get caught up in the hype of everything that's going on, and whether it's in politics or something else, you lose focus and you 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 don't focus on what you can control. And that's really what's going to have the biggest impact on your life, not necessarily what happens in the in the White House or in the government. Right. So, what does that look like then, um, as far as? As far as trucking goes, tell me more about what you mean specifically. So I, I want to talk about a few things. So first, let, you know, I, the, the title of the podcast, talk about temptation. And, and I read this quote that I kind of like. Um, 
it's from a, a guy named John Owen. He's a long time dead guy from England. Back in, <laughs> old, old dead white old, guy? Old dead white guy back nice. from the 1600s. Like okay. long, long, old, old, old dead guy. <laughs> and he said, temptation is like a knife that may either cut meat or the throat of a man. It may be his food or his poison, his exercise or his destruction. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And so what I kind of want to do is I want to take, I'm going to read that quote again, but I'm going to replace temptation with money. And say, money is like a knife that can either cut the meat or the throat of a man, or it may be his food or his poison, his exercise or his destruction. And what I really think this kind of boils down to is um, right now in today's market, rates are really good. There's a lot of money. And I think that can, that can cause, and I've seen that cause, its own set of problems. Like what? Um, just really people not knowing how to handle it. Um, you know, I've, I've been, I've been in the trucking industry for a long time. I've seen a lot of things happen. Rates are as about as good as they've, they get right now. And so a lot of times what I see people do is, you know, they've got this extra money in their pocket and, and it's, you know, like you hear people say it, it's burning a hole in their pocket and they want to go out and spend that money. And, you know, we always obviously advocate saving money and, and that's a smart and good thing to do. But, you know, there's also times to spend it. And so when you've got that extra money, you know, what do you do with it? And that's that's what I want to talk about today is because how you spend that money can is going to, you know, determine to a great extent your future. You can control how you spend that money and you can spend it in a way that's going to um, limit your future or you can spend it in a way that's going to open other possibilities up in the future. This, this is, um, uh, it's the whole make your money work for you yeah. kind of idea, right? For you instead of against you. It, it can it can work against you if you don't use it smartly and if you don't use it right. Okay. And so that's what, you know, really I want to talk about, just kind of being smart. If, if, if you've been able to take advantage of those good rates and you've made a little bit of extra money over the last three or four months, and it's probably... You know, I, I anticipate the the good rates that we're seeing right now continuing through the end of the year, you know, through that fourth quarter. So you should have a good solid six months of of making really good money. And, and if that continues into next year, nobody knows. Nobody's got a crystal ball. But I, I'm pretty confident it's going to be a pretty good, you know, second half of, I mean, of 2020. Yeah, you've talked often about how Q4 uh, of each year tends to, uh, you know, skew a little better on rates. And so it's uh, while nothing is ever certain in life, but death and taxes, you can at least place a pretty good bet, right, on that on that continuing this year. But like you said, who knows what happens beginning of next year? Yeah, right? uh, what goes up must come down. Absolutely, and and that's going to happen. I mean, the market it happens every time, and people like get caught thinking, you know, caught with their pants down, and 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 say, I never saw this coming. But you know what? It happens all the time. The market goes up, things go really good for a while and then it starts to go back down because you know a lot of the times what happens is as the market goes up all of a sudden everybody wants to take advantage of that and so it gets flooded and then it gets over saturated you know, saturated and it's gluttonous and and then all of a sudden that just causes everything to crash down and it goes down and then everybody gets out and you know people go out of business and it kind of starts to equalize and then it gets really good for a while and the same thing happens that, that cycle just keeps repeating and repeating so you just got to be careful. Right. Well, you know, this is actually kind of reminding me of the discussions that we've had, uh, you know, a few episodes ago about goals, 
setting goals. And I wonder if this kind of ties in because if you have a very specific goal in mind, I want to own a second truck in one year. I want to, you know, whatever, hire a new driver, whatever the case may be. Having that goal in mind uh, will will make you be smarter with your money. It will. Right? I, when you when these good times roll in and you've got a little extra cash and the question is, how am I going to make my money work for me? How am I going to actually be smart about this? You've got something to fall back on instead of, oh, shoot, I've got a pile of cash. Now I need to figure out what to do with it. Or or you just, you know, you, you walk into a candy store with an extra five bucks. What <laughs> right. are you going to spend it on? Whereas in the scenario you're talking about, if you've got goals already set, you kind of have that money already earmarked for a good, a good purpose. A and you're probably not going to be tempted as much to go spend it somewhere else. If if you don't have that money already earmarked, then chances are you're going to be a lot more likely to kind of fall into that temptation and go and spend it on something that maybe is not the smartest decision. Right, right. So the the temptation, there's, I, I suppose there's got to be a temptation not just to go out and do stupid things with your money once you got it, but also the temptation to feel like, oh, this is going to last forever. Oh, well, yeah. uh, boy, so this is trucking. Wow, yeah. November is great. <laughs> yeah, you know? I promise you it's not going to last forever. So don't, <laughs> don't behave like it's going to last forever. One of the, let's talk about a couple of things that I see people do um, way too often that, that always almost always ends up getting them in trouble. And the the worst thing I see people do is they, you know, they come into a time like this and they say, oh, I've, I've got all this extra money coming in. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm used to bringing in $5,000 a month. Now I'm bringing in $7,500 a month. I'm going to go out and buy my dream pickup truck, or I'm going to go out and buy my dream SUV, you know, that big, big expensive thing that all of a sudden now you go out and buy it. And guess what? You're you're not paying cash for it. You've got a fixed expense. You've got a fixed expense yeah. all of a sudden now that you, you're you're you become a slave to that to a certain extent. You you become, um, you know, you're, that, you're beholden to something new in your life. Yeah, and, and and you you have to make that payment every month. So when the 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 economy goes back down, all of a sudden you're not making nearly as much money, but you still have to fork out this you know thousand dollars a month or whatever it is on that nice new fancy car or you know the second thing that i see people do is they they buy a more expensive home than they they probably really should and now you're you're having to make that payment even though you're not bringing in as much money as as you had in the past I mean, you you take for example in my situation um i did not i i did not buy a new car until i had owned motor carrier hq for was seven or eight years. That sounds about um, right. And so, I mean, it, I, I had had it a long time. It was super healthy by the time I went out and and bought a new car. Yeah, that was something, again, that's a goal that you had in mind and you had worked for that for a long time. So it wasn't, uh, yeah, this, this uh, it wasn't a, what do they call it? A spur of the moment registered yeah. purchase? No, yeah, it was not a, uh, it was definitely not a spur of the moment uh, um, purpose. Uh, purchase. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, we had a great quarter. I guess I'll go buy a sweet new ride. Yeah. Okay. So what's the other thing you mentioned there? A couple that, things you see home. people do. It was the, the oh, buying the that expensive home. So, yeah. you know, you've got to, when you, when you make those decisions to buy something like that, and I'm not saying you never should, but you should have a lot of cushion and you should have a consistent um, level of, of income before you get there. It's not like, oh, it's been really good the last three months. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about 
you know, I've consistently been able to make this amount of money for the last year or two years. And if, if you can do that, then chances are that's the time when you can go out and do that. I, you know, I, I, so what I do in, in my business, and I think I've talked a little bit about this before is I've, I've got a, you know, a, a fairly modest income that, that is like, you know, kind of like a paycheck from a company that, that I pay myself every month. And that's really what, um, drives my household budget. And, and I've, and I know that amount that I bring in every month, I I'm confident no matter what happens, I'm always going to be able to maintain that salary level. Even if, even if the profitability of the company goes way, way down, I know I'm still going to be able to, to maintain that, to maintain that. And so that, that's what all my fixed expenses that those long-term expenses that I have, I know are going to stay in that budget. I know that's going to happen. And then, you know, the, the extra money that I end up making, whether I look at it on a monthly or quarterly or annually annual basis, that money goes in and buys maybe the more frivolous things like the vacations or, you know, that's what I put towards a car or a, a newer, fancier car or those kind of things. And, and because that fluctuates a lot more and, you know, if that money goes away, I, that's fine. I can, I can live within that budget that I've already right. created. And so that's one of the things that I really recommend everybody do is just, you know, be careful about, you know, not, not tying a fixed expense to that, to a fluctuating market of your income that happens because of a, a fluctuating market. Cause what's good today, it's going to change and you're not always going to get that money. And so you need to be careful and don't, don't tie that money to something that is going to last for a long period of time. Is there any danger in, um, in being extravagant, the way that you're talking about being extravagant with your personal expenses, can you be extravagant with the business itself? And is that a possible pitfall? If things are going too well. Yeah, it is. You can do the same thing with the business. And so, and that's another one of the areas, just, you know, spending extra money in the business is not always necessarily the right thing to do either. Cause the same thing can happen. If you, you know, say right now, you know, everything's really good. I'm able to bring in $5,000 a month per truck. So just add more trucks, right? And more <laughs> right. money coming in, right? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't really work that way. It may, you may be able to, maintain things okay while things are really good, but eventually it's going to, things are going to level out and things are going to get a little bit harder. And if you've added more trucks than you can, you know, keep drivers for, then you can make payments on, then you're going to be in, you're going to get into a world of hurt, especially if you can't, you know, it gets to a point where you're not, not able to find freight. So you, you really have to be careful with that. Usually one of the things that I kind of recommend like if, if, if you're in this good time now, you've got a little bit more of a nest egg, you think you're ready to add one truck. If you, if you look at it and look at it objectively and you're like, okay, I, I think I can probably afford to add one truck. You may not want to add any. If you look at it and you say, um, I, I think I can afford to add two trucks. Well, just add one. Maybe one. You know, give, yeah. give yourself a little bit of cushion um, and, and just you know do that kind of methodically and, and be careful about it. And, and when you're buying that equipment, just be careful about what kind of equipment you get. You know, if you go out and buy a brand new truck, that's going to be a $3,000 a month payment. Are you confident you're going to be able to make that payment? Even if let's say your revenue drops by 20%. And if you feel confident that you can do that, then maybe, yeah, it's okay to, 
to buy that more expensive truck. But if if you're in good if you're in good times like we are right now, and it's going to be even close to tight on making payments as soon as the market goes soft or the market downturns, you're going to really struggle. So make sure you, even with that new truck or whatever that you buy make sure you've got plenty of cushion in this kind of a market because it's going to, that cushion is going to shrink at some point. Right. Yeah. What, uh, well, I mean, like I said earlier, what goes up must come down. And so be careful now while things are good so that you're comfortable when things aren't quite as good. Because it, it's going to happen. It always does. Yeah. 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 Markets go up, markets go down. Freight, freight rates go up, freight rates go down. The amount of freight hauled goes up, it goes down. It's let me, let me ask you a question, actually. Um, how much, if, if somebody is uh, has been an employee driver for two years, five years, 10 years, whatever, they've been an employee driver, how much does that employee hear about, know about that those freight rate fluctuations? Does that person have a handle on, oh, well, you know, okay, this load isn't making the company much money, or do they not get told? In most situations, they don't know. They don't know what the company's they're getting just paid. Driving. All they're they just know driving. What, they know what they're getting paid per mile, yeah. and that's it. So that's interesting. You know, it, it could be a whole new world of of uh, stress it is, <laughs> and yeah. reward opened yeah. up to the, uh, the owner-operator. It is, yeah. You, 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 you never know. I mean, the rates change and... Um, you know, if, if you're just stepping into it right now for the first time, if you're a brand new owner operator today, the end of 2020, um, rates are really good. Know that they're not going to stay this way forever. Right. And just no, no matter what happens, you should be able to adjust for that. I mean, you know, you, you, you should be, you should be able to anticipate things going down. Um, again, if you're just jumping in or thinking about jumping in right now, don't look at what rates are today and say, Hey, you know, look, Chris is making 20 plus thousand dollars a month in revenue, bringing in on average $5,000 a month in net income. I think if I get something similar to him, I can afford a $3,000 truck payment a month. Well, you may want to rethink that and just, you know, um, pull that back a little bit and, and just be extra, still be extra conservative with everything. Don't go, don't go all out. Be, be conservative. Yeah. Well, you've uh, you've given us quite a lot of downer uh, stuff, Chris, here. You know, think, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great now, but uh, don't worry. The world sucks, and it'll suck again soon. But I want to turn it around on you and say that this same principle applies the other way as well. As much of a temptation as it can be to, you know, overspend and eat, drink, and be merry, you know, because I just got a pile of cash in November, December. Uh, the other side of the coin is true too, right? If things are a little bit slow in uh, February or in, you know, May, whatever, then somebody who is new to the game might, it, the temptation might be to despair and say, oh my gosh, this is what it's like to own a trucking <laughs> company. This sucks. Yeah, no, that's And a- what goes down, it's going to come back up. When it comes to these fluctuations, right? Absolutely, and and that's a that's a really a really good point to make. You know, if you you should always kind of try to anticipate what that bottom is going to be or what that bottom kind of looks like, because if you can make ends meet, even if you're just scraping by, uh, when it's when it's rock bottom, then you're gonna you're gonna do really really well when things get get good. I mean, you you look at kind of the first year of of all on assets, you know, freight rates weren't that great. They, you know, that we're talking 2019, 2018 freight rates are really good. We got into it in 2019 freight rates, kinda, not, not, so not, not so good. 
And, um, you know, even for the first half of 2020, they weren't really all that great. They weren't horrible, but they weren't really that good. But then, you know, after things have kind of started to recover a little bit from COVID, freight rates have just kind of, you know, paraphrasing, gone through the roof a little bit. They've gone up and they, they're doing really, really well right now. Um, and so we've been, you know, we none of our fixed expenses, none of that kind of stuff has really gone up over the last year, but our rates have gone up quite a bit. Um, fuels fluctuated a little bit in there and, and, and there's been a few other things, but, you know, r- rates are good right now and we've been able to take pretty good advantage of it because we, we were able to operate leanly and we still try to, to a, an extent, operate as lean as we can and just you know, enjoy that, uh, that spread between our operating costs and the, the good rates that are coming in. Yeah, absolutely. So either way, uh, don't give in to the temptation, whichever temptation that might be, right? That is, yeah. Be, be careful. Just be smart. Just don't, uh, you know, don't go out and get, go hog wild on buying stuff because things are good right now. Cause it's going to change. <laughs> you know, it's that whole thing. We, we've talked a little bit about the Bible story of Joseph back in the Bible. The oh, I seven was, years of, I um, was hoping you were going to bring this up. I knew it was Sunday school with Chris. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We started with Sunday school. Maybe we'll end with it, but, uh, <laughs> you know, seven years of what was it? Seven years, seven of years of the feast, lean years or and, yeah, seven years of, uh, of, of, uh, good years. Yeah. The, and they set grain aside, whatever it was. Yeah. And then, and then seven years of famine and, and difficulty and so so now's the time to set that that aside you know get ready for the leaner years and just you know don't uh don't burden yourself by going out and doing something stupid financially right now because those leaner years will come back and you just need to be ready for it yeah absolutely well i feel like that's a a good place to stop we'll keep this kind of a short ish episode so uh hopefully people find that uh, helpful but i do want to remind everybody who's listening that we want to hear from you as well. Uh, tell us about your experiences with this sort of thing, whether you're an owner-operator or you're thinking about it, um, you know, maybe you own a 10-truck fleet, whatever. Let us know about your experiences with um, riding the waves of uh, the market fluctuations and not giving into those temptations. We'd love to hear from you. Go to Facebook and search Holland Assets. Go to hollandassetsllc.com and comment on the show notes there on the uh, the episodes there. So, Chris, any other final thoughts before we wrap it up and call I, it? I think that's a good wrap. Okay, all right. Thanks, everybody. We will uh, come back with, I think we got to do October numbers, right? Yeah, ne- next episode will probably be October numbers. So we'll see you then. Thanks, everybody. See you.